This week on Jesus Center Stage, who are some of the people in the Bible that you wished you knew more about? Today we discuss some of our picks. All right. <laughs> I started mid-sentence and I didn't really know where I was going to go. But I'm going to tell you how I'm going to start this podcast and then we're going to move on because I don't want to get angry and lose my temper here as I'm preaching, or not preaching, but talking about uh, Jesus at the center. But I know what this is about. Uh, yes, everybody should. They brought back my Mexican pizza and then they took it away from me. Mm-hmm. How is that How fair? It, it's not. Yes. It's not. Here's here's. I have an explanation. First of all, they completely underestimated the amount of people who missed the Mexican pizzas. Yes. But what they also underestimated was the amount of people who decided to try the Mexican pizzas because the Mexican pizza fans whined about it so much. Yes. So when they finally came back, everybody Justified whining, by the way. When they finally brought the Mexican pizzas back, you not only have the Mexican pizza fans, but you have everybody else who wants to know what in the world is such a big deal about a Mexican pizza. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, hence, no more Mexican pizzas because everybody ate them all. I, uh, a, a guy at church this past Sunday uh, said he suspected that I bought up thousands of them and put <laughs> in a freezer and that I was personally responsible for the shortage <laughs> Kind of like the toilet paper shortage was. <laughs> um, and if you could freeze them and they would stay good, I would probably have tried that. Yeah, I but don't think kn- that would be yeah, good at who all. Whoever suspected that they would be gone. Yeah, uh, I think it, they had them for like, what, two weeks? Yeah. Maybe. And they were sold out multiple times during However, this. be encouraged because tonight when we were at Taco Bell, it is still on the menu. It's just like grayed out. Yeah. Like yeah. the, the space be, is still there. It's supposed to be back in the fall. Okay. In the fall? Yeah. yeah. It's really going to be, I didn't figure it would be that long. No, they said in the fall. Wow. So I'm hoping fall this year comes about July. <laughs> Wouldn't count on it. <laughs> All right. Uh, and we're going, so we're going to move on from that so that it don't. So that you don't yeah, lose your temper? I don't want people to hear me crying <laughs> over the podcast. So you told me something the other day about, um, a mailbox. Do you remember that? You said it's. A, you said I might have to share this on the podcast. Yes, I saw this mailbox. I, I think I saw the same mailbox. For real? I think so. But go ahead. Anyways, I don't remember where it was. Do you remember where it was that yes. you saw it? Okay. Well, anyways, I was making a delivery and I passed this mailbox that had cement on the uh, on the bottom of it, like. Like, somebody had mixed it up by hand and, like, padded it up around the pole of the mailbox to mm-hmm. try to keep it straight, and it wasn't straight. Um, but they tried to, like, put cement around the bottom of it, and then they took plastic wrap. <laughs> this is the part they got me. They took plastic wrap and, like, wrapped the pole to the cement to try to hold this mailbox together. Mm. And it, it was comical because, like, obviously, like... They were trying really hard to keep their mailbox up, but, like, you would think it would have just been easier to replace the mailbox post. Yeah. And, like, to just start over brand new. But it just caught my attention because not only was it funny, but, like, how many times, like, 
unscripting this, how many times do we try to hold ourselves together and patch ourselves up and do things our way to make ourselves look like we're, we've got this all together, we're still standing up straight, when God is offering to completely change this thing about us, yeah. whether it's our whole entire life or this aspect of our personality or this memory that has wounded us and we're over here trying to patch it up and hold ourselves together and he's just trying to give us a whole brand new mailbox mm. and we're just like cement plastic wrap <laughs> how can i how can i hold this thing together and so. we wouldn't have to like we wouldn't have to try so hard if we would just let him change whatever it is whatever that thing is whatever our mailbox is if we would just let him make it completely new it wouldn't be so hard have to have all that cement and saran wrap exactly yeah (laughs) so we need to take what you're saying we need to take the camera and stuff and go over to this mailbox and you unscript it we'll have a a jesus center stage unscripted yes if you know where it is because i don't know where it is Uh, the best i can remember i think it was just right up the road from us here by the ice uh vending place is it i thought it was up in chattanooga somewhere i'm pretty sure either that or somebody saw the one in chattanooga and said i'm gonna do the same thing with mine (laughs) but the other day i went i went over here to hardy's and on my way back i'm pretty sure right before you get to the ice vending place on the the right Maybe that is where I, if I saw it again, like, cause I have this like clear picture of the mailbox. If I saw the mailbox again, I would know if it was the same one or not. Yeah. I just can't remember where it was. But, and also to add to that, because I found it so comical, I wonder sometimes if God finds us comical mm. because we're trying to hold ourselves together with these things that are not his. We're not, we're not trying to be healed and changed by his mercy and grace and love and forgiveness. But we're here trying to use the things that we're familiar with, the things of this world that we think we can understand. And he's like, listen, like, what, what are you doing now? Really? Yeah. Plastic wrap? <laughs> we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got a question for you as we get into today's topic. Um, we have discussed this a little bit a while back, and then we've forgotten exactly what we discussed <laughs> um so i'll be surprised by your answer because i can't remember what it was i don't remember you even either. if it was the same answer but um who is someone in the bible that as you read about them you wish that there was more information about that you uh, that you got a bigger story or a more details who is someone in the bible and and why rahab oh am i going first yes okay rahab okay rahab because like i feel like we need some some background information she hid the spies she risked her life and hid the spies from israel on her roof but why did she do that like she she mentions like the the bible says that she had heard of the God of Israel and what he had done. Yeah. So like somehow the word of God and how he had brought them out of Egypt and all of the great things he had done, somehow that had reached Rahab. But was she the only one in town who had heard this? And if so, how did she hear about it? And what convinced her 
of its truth to the point that she risked her life. Like she heard a rumor that was to her believable enough to risk being killed. Like this this is not just like, yeah, I kind of think it's true, whatever. Mm -hmm. But like she put enough stock in it that she risked her life like she had like great faith and what what was that based on like how had she heard about that and what made her believe to that degree there's no there's no record of anyone else in jericho believing or fearing the god of israel yeah it makes you wonder like was she did was it her only because she got that opportunity was like like you said was she the only one but the spies didn't end up in someone else's house. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, like well, I mean, that. you could say God made sure the spies got to her house. Mm-hmm. But, like, what's her story? Yeah. And and why did she, like, okay, I'm just going to go hide. I'm going to hide these guys on the roof. Like, yeah. And, was this, like, normal? Is this, like, how you play hide and seek in Jericho? Like, yeah. <laughs> I just happen to have all this, I think the Bible says flax. Mm-hmm. So some sort roof, of yeah. some sort of like f- looks like wheat, I would assume I bushels so, yeah. of stalks of stuff. Like you just happen to have enough of that for two grown men to hide in. Like first true. of all, that's itchy, but that's beside the point. Like <laughs> what? What is what is her story? And then was it the the deal that they made with her was if she was in her house and put the scarlet rope in the window when the Israelites came to conquer Jericho, then Rahab and her house would be saved. Well, first of all, her house was in the wall. So does that mean the only part of the wall that didn't fall was Rahab's house? Or like, did the wall fall and her house was just like set down on the ground? These are things I want to know. And also... (laughs) Well, let me say this. We we kind of take for granted... Like like you said earlier, how did she hear? And like to, in our world today, if something happened in Egypt, then we would hear about it. So Within we don't, a couple of hours. Yeah, but we don't know at that time. Like obviously at this time, Israel had, had grown to millions of people. So I could see them being aware of them and then... Maybe somebody saying, "Yeah, I think you know. I heard a story about how they." But came she had she knew details about that. Like she knew how God brought them out of Egypt. Yeah. And the things that He had done to the Egyptians. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pretty sure it even like it specifically mentions the, the fact that the spies had to go in. I tells can't find nothing in your Bible. I'm using. Um, the spies had to go in. Tells us that they hadn't been anyone from Israel in the in that city before. Right. I mean, that's that's the way I would take that. Um, but somehow she knew who they were. She recognized them as Israelites. Yeah, yeah, you're right. She did. There is but a lot of unanswers she, here. How did she know? Like, yeah. And and by the way, while you're looking at that, uh, yeah, if you want says, to hear, if you want to read this for yourself, it is in Joshua, the chapter, book of Joshua, chapter two, Joshua chapter two. It says when. Before they laid down on the roof, okay, she came up to them and she said, I know that the Lord has given you the land and that your terror has fallen upon us and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea 
when you came out of Egypt mm-hmm. and what you did to the two kings of the Amorites that were on the other side of the Jordan. And we heard these things and our heart smelled and there was no, we had no courage because of you for the Lord your God. He is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. Like she professes f- great faith. But like, and she says we heard, but she's the only one who acts on it. So she's the only one who has yeah. this level of faith and reverence and fear of this God of Israel that she's heard about. It makes me wonder, though, like I said, was it her because of the spies? If the spies had went into a different house, would we be hearing about Thelma? <laughs> that, that's her traditional Jericho name, by is the way. It, yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah, there's lots of Thelmas. Somehow I missed that. But anyways, um, when when the, they made the deal, you, going back to where I was when you interrupted me, they hey, made the deal. This is a conversation. That, not a speech. I'm talking. So the whoever was in Rahab's house when the Israelites came would be saved. So now who does she decide who to let in on this secret? Like, because who is was it, her who was her house it said you and your house i know but who was that was yeah, that her home. was that her like her actual family like her mom and dad and did they live with her or did she was like hey y'all need to come to my house on this day mm-hmm. like you it's it's important that you come to my dinner party on this day or like her best friend next door like and here's another thing rahab was a prostitute mm-hmm. so like i'm pretty sure she had other prostitute friends like you know they, they usually have friends. They usually, you know, look out for each other. Surely they did back then, too. So, like, does she, does she let them in on it? Hey, y'all, come to my house. Does she, like, save her, the lives of her friends? Like, how many people were crammed in the house? Like, and we, where where do you draw the line of whose life do I save? And one thing we haven't done, we haven't looked in the Message Bible. It might tell us all these things. <laughs> it might. <laughs> <laughs> it might yeah. the ghetto version <laughs> yeah it's, she actually had had a male uh uh customer over during that time and it, it would lay it all out there yeah i don't there's just so many by questions. the way that is that is pure sarcasm um for the message bible yes <laughs> we're, we're just kidding yes so what are you looking at now i'm looking at the message bible oh i was it just says, kidding it says so when she's talking to the spies and she says, and give me some tangible proof. This is the message Bible and give me some tangible proof, a guarantee of life for my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, everyone connected with my family, save our souls from death. So it still gives the idea that like this was a, this was an open for all, like whoever Rahab decided, Hey, come to my house, Mm -hmm. their life would be saved. So like, how, how do you choose how, like, and here's the other thing. How do you know who to tell this to that's not going to rat you out? Yeah, because if they found out the day before, they would have killed her. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just so much pressure here. Like, how did she know? How did she know what to do? I see and, why you and, need and, to like, know more about Rahab. She's so, she's so important because she's in the line of Jesus. Mm-hmm. This random prostitute from Jericho is a how many ever great grandmothers of jesus now was she was she a grandmother to david was her she's a great grandmother okay so i think because she had jesse 
would she have had been Boaz, her. and Boaz with Ruth had Obed, and then Obed had Jesse, and Jesse had David. I think that's the so way it is. Great great grandmother, I think. I think it's Rahab, then Ruth, then Obed, then Jesse. Okay. I think. Yeah. Either way, that's... Uh, pretty sure that is. I think yeah. it's great-grandmother. And then, like you said, that's in the gene- genealogy of uh, Jesus. So that's that little moment there on the wall was was that important. Yes. Uh, the guy named Salmon or Salmon or however you say his name mm-hmm. had was Boaz's dad, and Rahab was Boaz's mother. And then Boaz begat... There's my King James coming out. Boaz had Obed with Ruth, and then Obed Obed had Jesse, and Jesse had David. Okay, yeah. So cool stuff, and just we don't know enough. Yeah, I feel yes. like there should be more details. Yes, I do too. Okay, so you can't remember who I said that. No, day and, and it's driving me nuts. Weeks ago when we had this talk, so you. You asked me some questions earlier about who was it. Yes, and I think you lied. No, what what was your questions? I asked you if it was the Old or New Testament, and then you said both. And it was like, you can't have it just because they're mentioned in the New Testament. Like Ahab, mm-hmm. uh, not Ahab, Abraham is mentioned in the New Testament, but he wasn't alive in the New Testament, so you can't say that. Yeah, and then what was the next question you asked me? What, when were they alive? And you said both. Okay. Unless it's Jesus, and we've done decided it can't be him. Okay. So, I'm going to read you this verse about my person in the Bible. I know I'm going to kick you under the table after you're done. No, you're going to kick yourself for not knowing. (laughs) I'm going to read you. This is the person in the Bible I would like to know more about. I'm going to read you the verse first, and then you will guess it. Okay? All right. Here's the verse. It says, He is without father or mother or genealogy. Who it is having listen having neither beginning of days nor end of life what exactly. does that mean I know that exactly. means he was alive during both i don't like you at all <laughs> but I know representing exactly the son of god he continues a priest forever melchizedek and melchizedek melchizedek say I, his name right well it's kind of like jarius i've heard that pronounced many different ways jairus Jerry. Mikelzadek, Mikelzadek. It's Mc. Ma- I even heard Mikelzadek. Nobody says that. No, I heard it. I promise it. Yeah. Nobody says that. Um, yeah. It's Melchizedek. So, Mikelzadek. Ma- however, we want to say this. <laughs> saying it wrong. Look, there's no possible way that you can claim um, authority over Old yes, Testament pronunciation names. It's in the New Testament too. Yes, you know why? Because he was alive in both. <laughs> he had no beginning and no Hush. end. He's in Hebrews, right? Mm-hmm. I have pronunciations in this Bible. What verse is he in? Uh, in Hebrews? Yeah. Seven, no, sorry. Uh, five, ten. Of course it doesn't have it. Never mind. Yeah. It's Melchizedek anyways. All right. However you say it, uh, he would be... He he first appears way back in in the beginning uh, in Genesis chapters of Genesis uh, I think around thirteen or fourteen, um, and it talks about he was a priest, but then it also talks about he was a king, but the, the he was the king of Salem. 
Yeah, the the amazing thing though is that very that verse that I just read you. And like he was here's this man, he's without father or mother or genealogy. That means there's nobody knows where he came nobody from. Nobody knows where he came from. And then he was without beginning or an end. So nobody knows when he was born or when or if he died. Um Yeah, so how it could says- you he has neither beginning of days nor end of life, so that means he didn't die. Yeah. So how could you not want to know more about this guy? <laughs> he, but see, uh, I wonder if, and this this might be, I don't know, I have no proof of this whatsoever, but I wonder if he was, no, he had to be a real man. I was going to say I wonder if he was like a legend created over time but he had to be a real guy because in genesis abraham like interacted with him and gave him the tenth of his stuff and all that mm-hmm. so he had to be an actual living person yeah let, let me read at, he had at one time had to be yeah let me legit. read uh hebrews 7 um starting i believe in starting in one but it says for Melchizedek, king of salem priest of the most high god met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him. And to him, Abraham appointed a tenth part of everything. He is first, by translation of his name, king of righteousness. And then he is also king of Salem, that is, the king of peace. He is without father or mother or genealogy, having neither beginning nor uh, big. Having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but resembling the Son of God, he continues a priest forever. See how great this man who was to whom Abraham the patriarch gave a tenth of the spoils. And those descendants of Levi who receive the priestly office have a commandment in the law to take tithes from the people, that is, from their brothers, though these are descended from Abraham. And I can't see the rest of that verse where I'm at. But just that, it it talks about his name, being translated king of righteousness. Who would that? And who, king of peace. King of peace. Yeah, I mean, who who would that who be? Who is this guy? Uh, likened to, yeah. I mean, that's well, likened I mean, to Hebrew, Jesus, Hebrew right? Hebrews says he's likened to the Son of God. Yeah. But then it, it also says... Let's see. Well, I was in the message, and now I can't, I don't see which verse it was, but it says something about that he was an outsider. That's what it said in the message, was that he was, he was not related to Anyone. the people of God. <laughs> like, he was, a, he was a complete outsider, bringing in that he was a complete outsider who was so great that Abraham gave a tenth of his stuff to yeah. You see, Hebrews 6 and 20 says, Where Jesus has gone as a forerunner on our behalf, having become a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. So, You're still saying it wrong. Tell me about this man. I told you all about Rahab. It says, it says in verse 13, Hebrews seven thirteen, For the one concerning whom these things are spoken belongs to another tribe from which no one has officiated at the altar. So like... He he's his own separate. He's his own separate entity. He's over his here. own tribe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know anything about him. <laughs> I can't tell you nothing. 
<laughs> like, I don't know. He's always been, like, one of those people that, like, he he's mentioned mm-hmm. in both Old and New Testament. But, like, who... And when was he alive? Uh, wait, really? <laughs> do we have to go over this again? <laughs> who who knows who he... I mean, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's strange to me that he... He is referred to as that Jesus came after him. Like Jesus became a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. Mm-hmm. Like that that's curious to me. Yeah. Because Jesus is referred to as the firstborn and the high priest and the prince of peace and he's 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 referred to as all of these things. So how can he be after the order of someone else? Yeah. Like who is this guy, anyways? <laughs> yeah, and and I mean, obviously, there's there's thoughts out there, theologies out there, that think that he was a a form of Christ. Um, but then there's ar- there you know there's arguments against that also. So. He I don't is know. shrouded in mystery. Very much so. <laughs> and King of Salem, I, I have just now drawn a blank, but that word Salem. It means peace. That's, that's what it says in the Bible. I was thinking that I had read in a concordance or something, anyways. But yeah, everything about him is mysterious. Uh, the fact that they gave tithes to him yeah um which the only well they also gave tithes to the levi's i was going to say the only place that says to give tithes to is god but they gave tithes to the levite levite tribe because mm-hmm. that was the way that they were supported yeah like they they because their whole life consisted of taking care of the temple they couldn't farm and do all the other stuff to like take care of themselves, so the other eleven tribes provided them, for yeah. them. Yeah, that's true. Which is why tithing is important, in case y'all didn't know that. Hmm. It's taking care of the house of God. Well, that would be as another topic for another yeah, day. <laughs> that would be my uh, my choice for who I would want to know more about. Uh, in the Bible. So if any of our listeners are experts on Michelzadek, 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 whatever you want to call him, I would like to know more. Yes, and if you know more about Rahab, please, you know another, please bring it on. Yeah, another question I've thought of before is at what point in history did the name change when we're talking about civilizations or, or groups of people? Like, when did the world come out? Well, all the people in the Bible, their group of people ends with ites. Canaanites, Hittites. There's a lot of ites. Yeah. Jebusites. Jebusites. Amorites, yeah. Amalekites. All of them. There was a Philistines. I, I, don't, I don't know anywhere in the world today that there's anybody <laughs> ends with an ite. I mean, you had the... It's because I- we don't want to sound like parasites. <laughs> yeah. You had the Israelites. But yeah. now they're just called Israelis. Or Jews. Or Jews. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, at what point did that little bit of language go away? I don't know, away? but aren't you glad we're not calling Americanites? Americanites, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, so I there's, there's I another history question. 
I don't know. Because it's like every every group of people had an ot. Well, no, there was a Philistines. Yeah. They were different. That's because ot wouldn't they, fit on the end of that very well. What? The Philonites. Phil <laughs> I was going to say there were the people from Gilead, too, but they were called Gileadites. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so. There was the Chaldeans. There was the Chaldeans. And the Babylonians. Or some people call them the Chaldeans. That's because they say it wrong. Oh. There was the Babylonians and the Persians. Yeah, they're, they are so some. So they did. They, they changed in the Bible. Because the first part of, of the Bible with all the Canaanites and all the ites, but then by the time you get to Daniel, it's changing to Babylonians and Persians and Chaldeans. Like it's changed. It's changed. It's changed there. The already. Chaldeans were known as very smart people. And by the time you get to Acts chapter two, that was random. By the time you get to Acts chapter two, and it lists out all the people who were listening to Peter and hearing him in their own language, there's no ites at all. Parthians, Medes. I'm sorry. There was Elamite, Elamites. There's one ites. And then it. Just says like people who dwell in in Mesopotamia, and it like lists the the actual towns. Yeah. But then it says Cretes and Arabians, so there's one there's Elamites in that whole list. So it changes in the Bible. What happened to the Ites? I don't know. <laughs> they all got dead because <laughs> Israel came in and wiped them all out. I don't know. Who 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 was those people? <laughs> the Israelites. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah, so. But you know, the Israelites were referred to Jews by the time you get to the book of Esther. Mm-hmm. So, and maybe even before then. But Where'd like, that come from, I wonder? I don't know. But yeah. like in, in the book of Esther, they, they're not referred to as people of Israel. They're referred to the Jews. Mm-hmm. The whole book of Esther. And then somewhere Hebrews came in. The three Hebrew boys, they were they were there. They were men, just so we're clear on okay. that. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. So people be popping up all over, and we don't know uh. where they came from or where they went. <laughs> hey, that's a that's a good point. Talking about wanting to know details and background of people, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Like mm-hmm. we know they were Hebrews. We know they were Jewish guys. In captivity, but like, who was their mama and their daddy, and where they come from, and how old were they, and were they like really tight with Daniel, or just kind of knew him a little? Like, how, like, Mm. like personally, we don't know much about them. Like, they're a very well known story. Because I would say when they was taken away in the captivity, they probably got separated from their parents. Probably. Well, I'm sure they did. But that doesn't, like, I'm sure they got separated, but we still don't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. We still don't know, like, were they raised with the scriptures? Were they, you know, I don't know. The uh, most here, background I have on them is Rack, Shack, and Benny from VeggieTales. Yeah. That's not very, uh, what's the word, credible. <laughs> he's he's not near as as mysterious as Mikhail Zedek. And the reason Melchizedek. I the reason I know this, do you know how to pronounce Daniel? Daniel? Yes, exactly. You nailed it, and I did too, right? And See, your point is what? Melchizedek s- is so mysterious. We don't even know how to pronounce his you, name. Can you pronounce Daniel's uh, 
Babylonian name? Belshazzar. Belteshazzar. Belteshazzar. There was a there was one without There's a, a T in it. There's a Belshazzar. Yeah. But he was another king. Yeah. Belteshazzar. Belteshazzar. That what, wonder why people don't use that name anymore. You know what? I've always wondered that. Why do we call Daniel by his Hebrew name, but we call uh, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah by their Babylonian names? Why do we do that? Why do we not call them Hananiah, Az- Hananiah Mishael, and Azariah? Why do we not call them that? I don't know. Why? I they don't you just you just totally ignored my question. Why 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 do we not use names like Belteshazzar anymore? How was it ignoring your question? I just <laughs> asked you <laughs> why we do that. I mean, do we think Shadrach and Meshach are easier to say than Hanani and Mishael? No, I'm talking about like why do people not name their kids that nowadays? Why don't they name their kid Belteshazzar? Yeah, look, at, look at little Belteshazzar over there on first base. <laughs> <laughs> look how fast little Belteshazzar ran. Because you know what would happen <laughs> if somebody named their kid that? He would very quickly become Shaz. Yeah. Just just Shaz. B. Just call him B. Yeah, that's a bad idea. Okay, I feel like we're, we're circling the drain now, <laughs> headed downhill. <laughs> so anyways, we'd like to know more about... Uh, Rahab, Mikhailzadek, and, and apparently still saying it wrong. all the ites. We'd like to know where all the yes. ites went to. And if there's somebody and where in the, the Hebrew, Bible, Hebrews came from. If there's somebody in the Bible that you are curious about, that you wish there was more information, email us, send us yes. message, something. Yeah. Let yeah. us know. We'll probably have no information about them, but we'll talk about them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all put right. our imagination to work. There you go. All right. Keep Jesus center stage in your life.